Hi guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Engaged in the Rockies. On today's episode, we have a special guest, Amanda Kosh from Day of Diva Wedding Planning, located in Calgary, Alberta. So welcome, Amanda. We're super excited to have you. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited to do this episode. When you guys asked, I was like super pumped. I was like, I feel so cool being on a podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We're excited to have you. Yay! Anyway, um, yeah, I'm Amanda. I am the owner and lead planner of Day of Diva Wedding Planning and Coordination here in Calgary. I've been in the event industry for the last four years and then in the last two years is when I launched my business so I'm going into my second wedding season on my own which is very exciting wow congratulations thank you (laughs) (laughs) awesome so Amanda what are some things that a planner takes care of that most couples would forget about this is a really good question I like this because I think wedding planning is sometimes the sometimes this I don't know big magical thing that no one really knows what happens during it. <laughs> so especially couples because obviously they've never planned a wedding before. I mean for the most part no one has planned a wedding when they come to see me. So it's really good to kind of walk them through all the steps. But I think a big thing that couples kind of forget about is one piece that is a huge piece that doesn't fall on the couples is all the vendor management, which you guys would know you're always a part of that with planners. Mm -hmm. And it's like figuring out the timeline and the little details that people, couples don't necessarily know about. Like, okay, the photographer usually needs, you need to allot this amount of time for this. And okay, your ceremony's 30 minutes, but you know, it might run a little bit longer. So we put a little buffer in there. All the timeline stuff is really difficult for someone who's never planned a wedding to really picture because we know all the elements of the day and how long things take. So that is definitely a huge part. Um, I think the other thing is, the design side of things, designing a wedding is so hard. And for couples, it's really hard to nail down all of their Pinterest boards. But we, I think having an outside view on it, we really help them to nail it down into a more streamlined, easy, digestible design that we can then go and source and actually bring to life. So those are two things for sure. And then definitely the third one is all the things that happen on a wedding day that are like behind the scenes that couples maybe don't know that has happened or they don't know who's going to do it, but someone ends up doing it, like (laughs) cueing the DJ for the music, like when to walk down the aisle. Okay, it's your turn. Okay, when you get up there, make sure you pass your bouquet to your maid of honor, things like that. And all those little pieces that you guys would know too. But I mean, if you haven't been in the world of wedding planning couples would won't know that stuff right Mm -hmm. for sure yeah that's super helpful and I think we have seen that from our experiences as photographers as well sometimes Mm -hmm. those timeline details like they forget to cue us that they're gonna do a grand entrance and then we're on the other side of the room and have to bolt across to in order to get the shot so that's really important to when there's a wedding planner they're they're always making us aware of those things so thanks for highlighting that yeah it's like they walk in and you're like oh my god we weren't ready and they're like oh I thought you would just be there you know you're like ah (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) so you're almost like a little ninja on the wedding day hey 
totally <laughs> mini mini hidden ninja that's yeah. why i usually wear all black and i'm like in the back like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. awesome so um what services do you include as a wedding planner so like for example how many hours before during or after the wedding do you typically need or do you bring in staff like how does that all work totally so for wedding planning specifically my wedding planning package um there's not a specific amount of hours included just because roughly it's all encompassing that package so I take the couples from the day they maybe get engaged to um the day after their wedding. So we go through all the vendor communication. I start sourcing vendors for them, finding that. Then we move into the design phase and then it goes into the vendor management. So that's not an hour specific package. It's just all encompassing of the wedding planning, but that takes you from like start to finish, which is a great package for people that are like, I have no idea where to begin. I don't even want to know where to begin. Here it is. Just help me. (laughs) And so that's good for those couples. And then I also offer partial planning, which includes everything that I typically offer in day of coordination, which is 10 hours of coordination. And we start um, taking over all the vendor communication three months out. So it's kind of like month of in a way. And then the partial planning includes everything in coordination plus 10 hours of extra planning. So that's where the hourly kind of comes in and they can use it for whatever they want, really, if they want help with design, if they're like, we really need some help with our budget management, like we don't know where to begin, things like that. So they get all the coordination, they get me for 10 hours on their wedding day, and then they get extra 10 hours of any wedding planning help. So there's day of for the brides that want to like plan their wedding, and they just want someone to take the stress of the day and, you know, run with it. And then there's partial planning, they're like, "Mm, I need a little bit of help. And then there's is full planning whereas like the full meal deal and for all of those packages um, I usually bring in an assistant on the day of just because two or four hands are always better than two you know (laughs) there's so many moving parts on the wedding days as you guys know for sure so yeah I bring in an assistant on the day of but who knows I might need some extra help here in the next year or so (laughs) it sounds like it good for you girl (laughs) amazing awesome so Amanda have you ever had any crazy disasters happen on a wedding day (laughs) and how did you handle it I love this question (laughs) Uh, people always ask me this and I'm like hmm let me think about this so I was trying to think of ideas so I haven't really I have been super blessed where I have had amazing wedding days. Mind you, there's always like, as you guys know, there's always one little thing that might be off or something that kind of happens. So the, when I was recalling this, I did have one client, um, when I worked at, I worked at a golf course as a venue coordinator. And so we weren't as hands-on with all the vendors. We just more so like facilitated their day at the golf course. So we weren't in charge of like keeping track of vendors, but their cake didn't show up. And I know like, so this was at the, right before the reception point. And a big thing was they really wanted like the room to be fully ready, the cake to be out because they were going to come in and take cake photos 
before dinner sort of thing to get that out of the way and it wasn't there so that was one thing I had to like oh my gosh I had to phone this cake with them they're like oh yeah it's coming and I'm like okay no it should be like here already so <laughs> I was like if you want me out we'll come and pick it up <laughs> and they're like no 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 we're coming we're coming I was like okay if you're not here in like 30 minutes I'm coming to get it <laughs> so that was one that I was like okay that's a little bit um, interesting. But the only other thing I've seen is when I was doing one coordination wedding, she just, the bride ended up forgetting the uh, guest book. <laughs> so I feel like little things like that always end up happening. Like someone forgot to, you know, bring the, I don't know, wedding menus or little things like that. I mean, it seems big at the time, but usually in the grand scheme of things, they're like, oh, psh, whatever. I was like, do you want me to go and run to your house and grab it? And she's like, honestly, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just here. Yeah. We're good. We're going to walk down the aisle. She's like, I don't even care. She's like, probably won't, people won't even sign it anyway. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> hey. So, I, what's that? Easy going brides, right? <laughs> yes, I do have, most of my brides are super, super chill, but I think that's part of, I think that's why I attract some of them because I am very chill, go with the flow. So, yeah, it kind of depends. But handling disaster, it's just, you know, you have to be calm for these brides because they don't want to be stressed out, if anything. So, yeah, you just got to handle it with, you know, ease and pretend that everything's going to be okay. <laughs> awesome. awesome. And it's like most of the time, like, it's really, if there is a problem like that, it's either either easy to fix or like you said, they don't, they're not going to stress out too much about it, right? Like, it's totally. not like it's the end of the world. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't had any huge, like catastrophic things happen yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. All right. <laughs> That'll be a whole new episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait till the end of 2021 and see what comes from it. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I probably would be the year. <laughs> awesome. So um, what has been the, like your favorite wedding style to plan or what kind of couples do you just love working with? My, f I was thinking about this. So I love all styles really in your and people are probably like, oh yeah sure whatever <laughs> but I do I think the biggest thing that I love when it comes to like design and style is couples that can really hone in on pieces that they really want to bring in to the design that really represent them so that's always really fun because that's what makes it unique and so cool like I have a couple getting married this year and they're like we love soft served food trucks like we need a food truck I want a food truck and I'm like yes let's do that so incorporating those like fun pieces that really represent the couple and maybe not everyone notices at the wedding but they know that this is why we did this and the meaning behind it so yeah. I love things like that that make it super unique or like we met at a golf course so I had one couple when I was working at the golf course they're like yeah we met at a golf course and that's like the thing that we do so after they got married they went to the first hole and like shot off a lucky golf ball as like a send-off like woo. so <laughs> yeah fun things like that I like when they incorporate the couple into the design and mm -hmm. I think the couples that I kind of attract or love working with is 
well, people that have a good sense of humor, for sure, as you guys can tell, <laughs> I don't take anything too seriously. <laughs> and yeah, people that just want to have fun along the way, you know, it's it's such a long journey and we're going to be together for, you know, probably a year or maybe more if we've postponed multiple times. <laughs> but I think connection is a big thing for me. So I want my couples to um, really connect with me on obviously a professional level, but a personal level as well, because this is such a personal day. So yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. Connection is huge. And especially like we're all rooting for them, you know, like we're, we we just want to have such a fun day just as, as much as they deserve. So like, we're all, we all just want to keep it lighthearted and happy. And, you know, if there's a grumpy vendor, like that is the worst. (laughs) You're like, no, (laughs) who is this person? But yeah, I love that. So you're like super fun, bubbly and super chill and easygoing. And you love to connect with couples that uh, basically are like you, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I feel like you guys probably attract the same couples like that you like your style and things like that. I feel like, yeah, people buy and, you know, do business with people that they like, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's that connection, especially like when you're um, meeting with them, right? If you and I think it kind of goes, we were chatting about this the other day, me and Kate, about how wedding planners kind of like, it's almost like a interview, I would say when you guys send us clients. And, totally. and then they ask us all these questions, but it's like, generally for me, I typically, my clients come to me from um, just like Instagram or finding yeah. a website or something, instead of being like interviewed from this person who randomly picked us for them to chat with, you know what I mean? It's so it's such a different, um, what's the word, Kate? Like a different... Um, I can't think of the word. Are you on the same way? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's such a different... Um, avenue to go down Mm, yes yeah so I love how if you have that connection with your clients you know what they're looking for and to give them options and then they can narrow it down to who they connect best with I think that's amazing totally and it just makes for such like the rest of the process so much easier because I I feel like I know them I feel like I understand their vision like completely I know how they want to feel on their wedding day so those are big components that really play into that you know the initial meeting like how this is going to set the precedent for everything else going forward right yeah now, um, you just launched something super exciting. So why didn't you share, share with us a little bit about that? <laughs> Woo-hoo! Actually, you know, when you uh, when you were going to ask this question, I actually have two exciting things. Oh, so <laughs> share away. The, the first one is I now am offering proposal planning, oh, cool. which I think will be super fun. I think it's such an important day that people don't think about, you know, capturing with a photographer or, you know, really planning people. I feel like males feel like they're just kind of on their own to do that. So that I'm excited to offer that, you know, a guidance for just as important day as the wedding day. But number two is, well, you guys inspired me. (laughs) (laughs) And I, you know, after you launched, because I started following you, well, you guys started following, I don't know. Anyway, I found your podcast and then you guys reached out and I was like, this is such an amazing idea. I found the app. It's so easy to use. I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what, this is, I don't know if you guys find this, but podcasting is so much easier than blogging. I know tons of wedding professionals obviously blog to share their knowledge and experience, but this is one 
so much fun. <laughs> yeah, and two, it's easier than blogging. So I launched my own wedding planning podcast inspired by you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how can people find your podcast? Yes. Okay. So if you go to my uh, Instagram, it's at the day of diva. There's a link in my bio there for the podcast. Yes. Awesome. And um, what's it called? Just day of diva or just it's called sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the wedding planning podcast by day of diva. Perfect. And so what can couples expect from that podcast? absolutely so tons of wedding planning tips um I didn't realize how much I loved spreading like the advice and the knowledge until I started like brainstorming all these ideas but so there's tons I'm going to be interviewing like tons of different vendors like right now we have um the a podcast on the difference between coordination and wedding planning so how that will really help couples decide okay which one do we need and a little insight into the services Mm -hmm. and then I just launched another one about photography which is good which you guys know all about but yeah just tons of wedding planning tips I have one coming out with a local wedding designer and we talk about like what you should prepare how you should prepare for wedding dress shopping because it's so overwhelming and things like that so yeah just tips all along the way of how to plan your wedding and without losing your mind (laughs) I love it I think the my most favorite part my most favorite part is that how you say it I think um, my the biggest thing I love about this podcast is like it seems like you have so much that you want to share, right? Like you said, the blogging is just so limited. But when yeah. you have so much information you want to share, talk about, it's almost like, it's like photography, right? Like if we're with our friends and we want to chat photography and they don't do anything with photos, it's like <laughs> kind of like, I don't want to hear cool. about it. Like it just doesn't make sense to me or something. But when you can actually talk to people who care about what you have to say, love it <laughs> yes to- I totally know what you mean because I sent like the first couple episodes I was like mom can you listen to these and like to my brother and to my dad and I was like so did you guys listen to it and they're like yeah we listened to like the first like couple minutes but after that we didn't Aww. really care and, I- <laughs> and they're like we support you but we don't like none of this information is pertinent to me whereas like my friends who are like getting married or my couples are like this is so great thank yes. you and I'm like wow my own family no <laughs> yes yes instagram family and then real family okay so congratulations on the launch of both of those things that's super exciting um and uh why don't you take the next question away kate yes so amanda what trends either just with weddings in general or even with wedding decor uh what kind of trends are you seeing this year already Yes, this is such a good question. Um, So the trend is actually, I think, leaning towards something that I love is obviously smaller weddings, not just because of the restrictions, but I think people are taking, you know, what happened last year and even this year into um, their thoughts when it comes to wedding planning and just thinking, okay, maybe we should just only have like the people that really, really mean the most to us. And there, I feel like people are kind of scaling it back a little bit just with COVID and stuff. I mean, like I said, not just due to restrictions, but I think there's an element that's coming out there that are making people think about what they really want and what is really important to them. I don't know if you guys have found that. Yeah, for sure. And I love hearing this because 
um, photographing smaller, intimate weddings, authentic. That's one of our mm-hmm. favorite things. I think Nicole feels the same way. So I love hearing that you're kind of seeing a trend towards that. We love all all kind of weddings, of course, but just yeah. those, you know, small, intimate things where you can see all the connections they have with their guests is something really special for sure. Yeah, I love that. And even some brides this year that went for me that went from like their 150 to 50, I was like, what did you guys think? And they're like, honestly, I think if we had even more people than what we had, it would have been too much. And I'm like, see, Mm -hmm. it happens. Like you invite 200 people and maybe you say hi to a hundred of them because it's such a busy day. So I love that intimate aspect of it, which sounds like you guys do too. But in terms of decor, (laughs) I think people are, I've seen kind of it go both ways. Whereas couples with that are going with smaller weddings this year or next year are trying to keep it super simple and they're more focusing on the uh, experience for the guests and how everyone feels in the atmosphere and maybe like simple decor with like white linen you know I see tons of those pillar candles which I love it's very like mood lighting which is beautiful and keeping it simple with like either dried stuff or greenery you know the pompous grass is huge in and then there's people on the other end of the spectrum where it's like maybe they're going from their 150 now down to 50 and maybe they have they want still want to invest that money in their wedding and they're going a little bit more extravagant with their design or they're like oh my gosh we really wanted like a light up dance floor so it's it's there's two sides of it there (laughs) I don't know if you guys have seen that for sure yeah you definitely always get a little bit um, each each couple's so different, but I think that's amazing that you're mm-hmm. able to work with them and make their what they've envisioned for their day come come to life. Totally. When you had mentioned that um, you asked the brides what they thought about that when they had to make big adjustments, um, mm-hmm. I had a couple of brides too that were like, "Oh my goodness, this is so much better than planning for 200 people." <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, because right? I love small, intimate weddings. Like that is my jam. But like, yeah, I think um, I think it makes it easier on people when you make it intimate. But I also love the idea of people, um, and, and maybe you've had some couples do this, Amanda. Like, um, you know, have the small, intimate wedding, get married on the original date you planned, and then have a party when you can. Yes. Yeah, I have a couple. I think a handful of my couples from last year, they did end up doing their like mini elopement. They still got married. So their parties will be coming up this year. So, I mean, fingers crossed restrictions lift yeah. and they can still have their big extravagant party. But yeah, lots of couples did that as well. Too. Yeah, I think that's so exciting because it's kind of something to look forward to. You know, totally. like, yeah, you get married and that's amazing. And it's such an amazing day. But then in like a year or a year and a half or two, you, you're you going to have this party to still celebrate that with all your friends and family. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's like a one year anniversary party, yeah. which is cool because I don't think anyone really does that anymore. So that's fine. Maybe it'll become a thing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so how can couples find you and contact you and get booked with you? 
Yes. Okay. So yes. Um, you can find me on Instagram at the day of diva. Uh, my Facebook is the day of diva. And then my website is day of You can shoot me an email through there, through my contact form, or you can just, you know, send me a DM. I'm always on Instagram. I feel like <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. Perfect. So thank you so much, everybody for listening. Once again, that's Amanda Kosh from Day of Diva Wedding Planning. Thank you for being with us, Amanda, and sharing all of that amazing knowledge. Yes, thank you guys so much. Congrats on your podcast. I've been listening to all the episodes, so you guys are killing it, and I love it. <laughs> thank thank you. you for having me. Awesome. Have an awesome day, Amanda, and thanks again for coming. You too. Chat soon. Bye. 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 Well, that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please let every bride you know who recently got engaged or is engaged about our podcast so that they can benefit from it too. In the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at Engaged in the Rockies. Thanks for joining.